Hello, and welcome to Vitamins for Breakfast, the place where you, the listener, is able to feed your spirit and soul through connection. My guests share their real-life stories, uncensored and unapologetically. Life makes us feel as if we need to hide what makes us human, but this podcast is dedicated to highlighting everyone who isn't ashamed of their inner humanity. So welcome to your weekly dose of Vitamins for Breakfast. Let's get started. Today, I have my beautiful, close friend of like 12 years. We've been friends. One of the most genuine, funniest, sneak-dissing individuals I know. Super intelligent and such a giving person. Currently embarking on her first self-owned business, Glam Gal Accessories. I have my beautiful friend, Nakia. Hi, Nakia. Hi, Shayla. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm good. I'm here. You look beautiful. Your skin is glowing. Thank you. Melanin magic. Uh-huh. You ain't pregnant, though, right? No, not pregnant. <laughs> Lots of water, though. Lots of water. Oh, my God. So today I have Nakia here. Nakia, it's so funny. Nakia pulled up today with merchandise from her accessory line. I, apparently, I'm one of the first people to get their hands on it. I feel so blessed. She got me a t-shirt. The t-shirt reads, what does it read? No, no, you cannot, cannot touch, touch my, my hair. hair. Okay, because clearly that is a universal problem that we are dealing with with people who are natural with their curly hair. And no matter even natural, I feel like even if you have a, a wig or a weave or... Girl, they try my wig too. I know. <laughs> I know. Can I touch it? Like, can I feel that? Oh my God. Like... I am not a zoo animal, no. Bitch, I do not. I'm not at the fucking Bronx Zoo, bitch. Like, Amen. you cannot touch my hair. But yes, so she got me a t-shirt from her line. Nikia is starting her own business. This is her line. It is self-made. It is hers. She owns everything. And so like Nikia, like tell me about what got you to venture out on this project. I mean, I've always wanted to start something. Yeah. And you know, sell for people like me. Mm-hmm. So all my stuff, um, for my online boutique, everything's like under $35, so it's affordable because I'm that girl yes. that's trying to get a discount. Yes, yes. And you oh. know, living in New York City, you got to have some coins. Of course, of course. So it's like, I didn't want to get another job. I'm like, why don't I, why don't I start something that I like and yeah. profit from it? Yeah. You know, Forever 21 does it, H&M does it, and we, we spend Fashion there. Nova does Fashion it. Nova, the big one that does <laughs> yeah. it. And it's like, why can't I do it? Exactly. You know, so I, I'm... In the process of starting yeah. Glam Gal Accessories. Ooh, y'all heard Name it. inspired by Shayla. Yes. <laughs> I listen. She, you know, like when you just got your group of friends and you said it on the group chat, like, yo, I need help with it. She sent it on the group chat. I yes. was so proud of her. I was like, dude, this sounds good because Nikia's Jamaican. So when I heard Gal, I was like, okay, you incorporating like that Jamaican side of you with the glam because glam. you are so glamorous. And then, it, Hello. you know what I mean? Like you married it together. Right. I'm like, yo, this is, this is you and this is like just perfect so i mentioned self-made because essentially this is self-made and you know recently there was this whole controversy like this girl um kylie jenner was considered like a self-made billionaire and there was a lot of people who felt like she didn't qualify for that title of self-made so when you are doing this and you know that you're not coming from a place that you know you have like um not necessarily 
privilege, although we all know that's, that's something she we don't have. She has privilege, she does, she does have privilege. But I mean, like, when when um you don't have, like, a cushion. Like, you weren't giving a savings. You you know, like, you are doing this literally. You're, like, you're hitting the ground. From my running. nine to five exactly. job. Exactly. From my paycheck. How, how do you feel when it comes to that challenge? Do you, like, what's the fear? What's the, what's the anxiety? Like, what, what are things you sometimes hear, like, in your, within yourself or in your mind? I mean, I think every business owner, the first thing is like, I'm investing all this money, time, Mm -hmm. like you don't want it to fail, you know? So like when you're doing all of this, you're like, is this correct? I do want this to look nice, but you know, that's not in my budget, but packaging is very important. Yeah. So what I've done is like, I just made, just took it step by step, you know, stayed in my budget. Yeah. Try to get things that I can afford. Try to get things that people like. Try to get things of quality. Yes. So, you know, I think also um, we hear Kylie Jenner and uh, shout out to Kylie Jenner because she's yeah. making a bag. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> at the end of the day. But at, at the end, end of the day, day. she kind of came with a bag, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> you know, exactly. yes. so, you know yes. I, I, I do see why people say she is not self-made right. but I do respect her hustle of you course, know yes because at the end of the day you she might have been given a handout but she made that shit work and she made it her own, own where exactly. that she's like I think she's the highest paid Kardashian yeah. at the moment oh, you know she not came right off the ball <laughs> So, you know, I do respect her for that. But, yeah. you know, I have a lot of... My biggest fear is failing. You know, yeah. you don't want to fail. Of course. But, you know, if... I don't want to speak that into existence. Course, but if it doesn't go the way that I desire to... Mm-hmm. Um, for it to go, yeah. I'm still going to keep pushing. Because, you know... That's the goal. That's every business owner, every entrepreneur, every person that's successful, they've... They fail. Failed. Of course. And that's what I think people don't feel comfortable talking about. I think people get into the idea of, like, I'm starting my own business. Especially for us, like, minorities who don't really have a platform and we have to make it happen. Right. We don't even want to fathom the idea of failing because we feel like we don't have a... We don't have a choice. We we have to... To we're, make it. We're so hungry because we don't have anything that we don't... We're not willing to even come to terms with the fact that this could possibly fail. Right. But the difference is, like you said... Is to keep going no matter what. Even if it fails, it doesn't mean that this is the end of the world. It doesn't mean that this is not necessarily even for you. Maybe right. this route isn't for you. You have to go a different route. Exactly. So I definitely, I definitely agree. I definitely feel like that. It's all about perspective. It's all about how you are willing to navigate through the the trials and exactly, the tribulations because exactly. everything's not gonna go smooth, you know. Uh, exactly. And then when you start your businesses and you know become an entrepreneur you see your circle shift you know so like that's also a fear of mine too it's like because you buy that shirt for forever 21 for full price but you'll come to me and ask for a discount you know and i think that's a problem especially with them black businesses that i see a lot because if you're charging 17 dollars, i'm gonna pay 17 dollars. yeah because that's your hustle you know i'm not gonna go in forever 21 i'm not gonna um Go to Fashion Nova and inspect the discount. Right. You know? Although I be do, I do be checking I do put up that code in. I do put that code in. I'm not gonna lie. I be googling like <laughs> promo code for Fashion Nova something. You know we do. Of course, everyone wants to save a dollar. But if you're gonna put a dollar in anyone's pocket, it should be of your own people. Right. At the end of the day, you will give it out like no problem to to the you know I'm sorry to say it like this, but the white man's pocket. But you won't put it in your right. own. So it's like it's for so them crazy. to get richer, for it's, us to stay poor. Exactly. You know? And we're 
here. We're trying to build up the community. We're trying to get us to a, a place where we do prosper and thrive and not right. necessarily need to work, you know, a nine to five, work for somebody else. We just all kind of, I feel like we're in the age now where everybody does want to be an entrepreneur. I feel like and do what they love and exactly. don't work for the white man, work for their themselves. themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like, and this is like, again, not for anyone to take offense to. It's just literally, these are the cards that we are dealt and this is what we're working with. So with that, you know, choosing to not work the nine to five and all that stuff. Tell me a little bit of like beforehand, because Nakia is someone like I've known Nakia, like I said, for 12 years. So we were friends in middle school, all throughout high school. We didn't go to the same high school, but we still were, you know, in communication, college, still in communication. Um, I went to college, though, and Nakia didn't. And, you know, after high school, it kind of feels like you're supposed to go to college. And for those who chose not to, I feel like for us during our time, choosing to not to go to college was a big deal versus how right. now it's kind of like everyone's kind of bigging up, like, not going to college. Right. So how did you feel then when there was, like, this <clears throat> pressure of, like, well, you know, you're not, what are you going to do? Like, you, you're supposed to go to college after high school. Like, tell me about what made you decide that and like what were the pros and cons with that decision you know i um i went to mega efforts for two semesters Mm -hmm. so you know i did attempt i didn't just not go because like i was supposed to go like you're just supposed to go to college graduate get a good job marry and just have kids yeah that's (laughs) white white picket fence and you know um college was very tough for me i felt very disconnected and I just felt like, I'm like, oh my God, I know I got to push through. Because, you know, I wanted to be, at that time, I was um, wanted to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. You know, as, you know, time went past, you know, things happened. Like, my desires changed. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like me being here was hindering my growth. And also, mm-hmm. um, I was working. So, I started making money, too. Ooh. So, it's like, oh. Why go to school? Why go to school? I couldn't work 40 hours instead of 25, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I started working and getting money. And then I just, like, woke up one day and was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And wow. it was so expensive. Yeah. I was paying for books. Mm-hmm. I was paying MetroCard. Like, yeah, yeah. I was, like, barely making it to work, barely making it to class because I had no time for myself. Oh, I sat man. in a class for two hours while a professor read a, a textbook, you know? So yeah. it was like... I felt disconnected. I was very bored. Yeah. Like, if anything, I just wanted to learn about what my major was for. I didn't want to learn this. So, you know, now that I'm, you know, I'll be 25 in June, I do feel like I should have finished. Like, I I do feel like I should have pushed through and finished, especially in the job that I work in now. Like, you know, I see people with these degrees and it's like... They're just working. They, you know, they're they're qualified. But then I see the person without the degree who does a way better job. But just because that person has a degree, they are seen as more qualified. Wow. So I do feel like if I had that degree, you feel like it would and put you at who a I am, level. yeah, and my personality, combine, that all, combine that all together, I'll be probably making more money than I am making now. So I, I do push for college okay i do push for college and it's never too late i can actually of course like you know i do sometimes think about going back yeah, yeah. maybe i should go I, you know i am starting my own business i can go for business you know yeah, stuff like that but yeah. push through okay it's not for everybody yes but you know so there's times when i'll be like i really feel like i should have finished yeah but you know who knows who knows exactly that, look bis- look harvard business school except the black china so you know maybe <laughs> there's hope for me <laughs> Bitch, you better send that application. You know what I mean? 
dude that's crazy you, you know you know like when you just mentioned just now the um having the choosing and deciding that like this wasn't fulfilling to your growth i that that really struck me like when you said that because i was like at, at the end of the day you chose not to go but you also were at such an advanced place within yourself to be able to self-reflect and make this decision that you cared about yourself enough you said it was boring so with it being boring you didn't feel like you were feeding your mind you felt like you were just pretty much stagnant you were right. a robot you were just on a hamster wheel and you decided to get off and venture out and then now you're kind of like full circle like oh you know i think i can possibly do that i wouldn't mind doing that and of course there is no restraints and there's no like you can't go to college now right. like you it's done anytime. you can go anytime when i was in college i'd be sitting with freaking 50 60 year olds next to me you know what i mean right so it's like it's never 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 never, too late. never. for anyone who's out there and they're contemplating and they want to go you know go if it feels right for you i went to college and I definitely had all those emotions that you explained of feeling bored, feeling like this isn't for me. But I, the pressure of my parents was so loud that I could not not go you know like I couldn't I couldn't put myself first and say like you know I I couldn't disappoint them that to me was too it was just too like it it weighed on me so much right so you were not only doing it for yourself you you was doing it for them too and a lot of what we do honestly is for them right you know and the older we get the more we try to be for self and that's very hard for them to digest but you know at the end of the day all you did really was give me life and I'm super appreciative for it but now I have to, you know, walk on my own two feet, right. you know. So speaking of like, you know, caring about self and doing things that were for you, you also, you know, you care so much about others. You care about you care about yourself and you care about others. So you care about people so much that you even started. Uh, it was like a foundation to pretty much give back to the community. Right. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that. So a friend, uh, um, an old friend of mine and mm-hmm. I, we started a foundation mm-hmm. and we would have coat drives mm-hmm. and we would have um, raffles for people in the community. We actually, mm-hmm. our first drive was um, out in Jamaica. Yeah. So it was nice for people to come out. They're like, wow, like we, we never seen this before. Like people giving back. And, and-, and I just want to highlight right quick. Like Nakia is not like someone who has all this like, um, you know, Portia. I remember I used to watch Housewives of Atlanta, and Portia would always pride herself on like a great great grandfather who did who ran some some like giving she back. She didn't even thing. know what the Underground <laughs> Railroad was. So. Yo, she used to pride herself on that foundation that her grandfather would give back to others. Like Nakia had this came from Nakia. Like this wasn't like my her, own pocket. Her own pocket. Own. She was just like, yo, I want to give back. So you and your this old friend of yours started this whole thing, and you guys were starting um, drives, giving back, hosting events where people could come, they could have a good time, they can get stuff to eat, you know, mm-hmm. clothes, especially during the winter time, because in New York it's hard for homeless people in the winter time. Right. So you hosted this whole thing in Jamaica Queens, and then our first also drive. that was the first drive. So mm-hmm. how many drives have you guys had, or how many drives were in total? So um, with my old friend and I, we did two drives right. um, at the community center in Jamaica, uh-huh. and um, last year, yeah. um, we hold me and my god sister and I. Um, she has a hair company. Yes, and my out, cousin, Hair by J. Okay, check it out. Okay, and my cousin, who's also um, an EMT for uh-huh. the FDNY, uh-huh. um, we all three joined together. Yeah, and we had a um, 
a drive. Um, we hosted it at the YMCA in Harlem, yeah. which was good, really good. I was there, y'all. Yeah, she was <laughs> helping us give out stuff, and it was nice. It was so dope. And it's crazy because um, I want to do something this year as well, you know, right? A little before Christmas. I always try to do it around the holidays because that's when people are most feeling down. Yeah. No family, don't really have money. Let me tell you guys something. Nikki is such a good person. She she's she mentioned real quick that she did this before with an old friend of hers. Uh, something got a little shaky between that, and then Nakia merged off and did it by herself, right? Or with her with the, uh, like the the help of family, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I remember speaking to Nakia, and she just was kind of losing sight in it because of all the politics that came into something that she was doing from the goodness of her heart. So to hear that she's still willing to is really makes me feel like. Happy because I know Nakia didn't let that situation take away from the source of like she genuinely cares about people, so she wants to move forward and still possibly right. do it again. And I'm sad about that situation, yeah. you know, that you know, it was all just to give back, you right? Know? Right, we were working nine to fives, we didn't have money, but we had way more than other people had, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And the main goal was for us to give back, so you know, I wasn't really concerned about the way things looked, I didn't care if we had a curtain at the window, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the business cards. I didn't care about the the politics of, right, of it right, all. Right. Because all that money we spend, you know, making stuff, quote, look good, unquote. Yeah. We could give back to a family who doesn't have uh, money for a Christmas dinner. They're so, not know, looking at, like, she doesn't have a banner. Why yeah, do I want to be here? I was not interested in that. And it's like, it's hard when you're working with someone. Because, mm-hmm. yes, you want to implement their ideas. And, you know, you want to work together. Of course. But I feel like um, us working together, she was looking more for the image and mm-hmm. I wasn't concerned about that. Mm-hmm. If I could help three people, if three people got a mail, I would have been happy. Exactly. You know? So, you know, I was glad that, you know, that I didn't let that, you know, affect yes. the ultimate goal, which is to help people. And the core of who you are. You right. know, you can't let someone else get you out of character. At the end right. of the day, you genuinely care about people. That's why you started this and you were with this in the very beginning. And unfortunately, the people don't always have the same intentions that you have when you see a vision for something. Right. So that's so true. At the end of the day, we all know who prospers in those situations. Yes, someone might have, you know, the banner, the business cards, and they might have, you know, a whole thing to show up front, right. you know, but in the inside, in the core, when you're not coming from a place where you genuinely care, yeah. people feel it at the end yes. of the day. And especially homeless people, because homeless people, they, they, they got, they have yeah, nothing the to lose. They're honest people. Yes, they got nothing to lose, okay? Right. So, it's definitely like, it's interesting because that is kind of an aspect of business. It's something that people, when they go into business with a friend, it's always that you run that risk of things getting, you know, mis- mixing business with personal. So it was one of those situations where things fell through. But like I said, I'm still happy that Nikia is still choosing that she is going to possibly do that again. So be on the lookout for that, um, for Nakia doing... If Kia she does, cares, coming soon. Exactly. If she does, you know, go on Instagram, check it out. If you have anyone who is in need or know anyone in need during that time, please feel free to advertise it and all that stuff. Right. But moving on a little bit, um, I've known Nakia, like I said, for a very long time. And the the biggest thing that sticks out to me about Nakia is her sense of humor. Nakia is one of the fun- she's laughing now because this girl just come for me, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Who gonna check me, boo? Like she just radiates just such a good energy. She's such a funny person. Like this girl, literally, I kid you not, has made me pee myself <laughs> in public. 
She and she takes pride in that. I do. I'm so happy feel, about that. She's so happy that she's made me pee myself in public so many times because she is just so funny. Nakia is the type of person who says something and it doesn't hit you at first, and then it hits you, and then you pee yourself. <laughs> like Nakia is just too I funny. Be, I should have became a comedian. Yeah, exactly. I missed my calling, bitch. You did not. You still got time. Still you got can. You. you can go to college. And be a comedian and do your glam gal. You can do it all. Okay, Honey, I can do it all. There is no limits on you. But so tell me, Nakia, being so funny and being someone who is known, you know, for being the funny one in the group and all that stuff, has that ever, you know, weighed on you when you had moments in life where you felt like you wanted to be serious and people didn't take you serious? I don't think I had moments where people couldn't take me serious, but mm-hmm. I think I've had a lot of moments where I wanted to share what I was going through. Yeah. But I didn't want to break down because I'd rather just be laughing. Right. So I feel like a lot of times when I was going through what I was going through, I just wanted to sit down and I wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah. And I just wanted to cry. I wanted yeah. to have an Iyanla moment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And I feel like a lot of times people just like expect me to be funny and it's like, sis, I'm serious. But you know what? It's my, I also play a big part in it because like I'll start off serious and then it just goes left. (laughs) But I feel like that's just my therapy. You know, that's how I got through what I was going through and all the things that, you know, made me who I am today. And that's, that's something I really realized. People who are usually the funniest are the people who are going through a lot. It is our shield. It is how we cope. It is how we, you know, hide that emotion that makes us uncomfortable and feel vulnerable. Right. So that, that essence of you always being so funny and everything like that, um, tell me what, like, what laughter has served for you. And in reference to if you've been through something in your life, how has laughter, like, been such a good source for you? It has really, like, brought me through the through the trenches honey yeah and you know especially with my mom being sick you know for the recent years thank god she pulled through she's doing much better she still has a long way to go but she's doing much better much better so you know i would i remember um she would be like you know um since she was sedated at one point like she was like sleep for like two weeks and i swear i used to wait by the phone my god i'm preparing myself like i hope she makes it you know and and it was like to sit by the phone and feel like that and then just go back to work and key he like I was I was dying inside like you know oh and no one knew what I was going through but you know I had to stay strong because you know I had to stay strong for her and right. I would go to the hospital and I would talk to her we kick in with yeah. the nurses you know yeah. and the nurse used to be like just talk to her she's gonna wake up yeah. and I used to talk to her every day oh my God. and then one day she woke up and you know I child I woke up and I said Girl, I went in your account and I took a hundred dollars out. She said, "Don't be playing in my money." Because <laughs> I was literally taking an Uber to work every day because I could not, like, you know, I could not function. Yes, like I, I was not myself. But yes. no one knew that but me, yeah. you know. And when you're like the funny person and yeah. people are so used to, you know, you making them laugh and right. th- making them feel good because right. they're going through something. Right. It's like. Who's going to make me feel okay, you know? Because I'm not okay. Exactly. And a lot of times I don't like to share, you know, what I'm going through. Because I don't want people to feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't want, you know... Because I know people are going through what they're going through. And I'm always the one helping people. Yes. So sometimes I feel like it's Ooh. a con. Because, yes. like, who's going to help me? Who's yeah. going to make sure I'm okay? Who's going to go the extra mile for me? Exactly. You know? So a lot of times I feel that, you know... But I have really good friends. Yeah. I feel a lot 
I feel that a lot with like relationships, you yeah, know, yeah. past relationships, you yeah. know. But I have a good support system, like my friends, your tribe. You they were so tribe. mad. They're like, "Girl, if you, why didn't you tell us? Yeah. We would have been there, you know." But I really have a good like. I thank God for my friends every day. You know, not yeah. a lot of people have friends that That's... they could call on and be like, "Hey, I need you." Yes. So, shout out to my friends. They know Yo. who they are. <laughs> shout out to y'all. No. Nikia, like, first off, let, let me just say, guys, Nikia is in tears right now. She's, I am. I'm a crybaby. She is a cry. She is a crybaby, but in such the most beautiful way because she cries and she gets her point across, and then she still throws her little jokes here and, and I'm there, back like I never and she's left. back like she was not even crying. You know what I mean? Like, I gave her the little crusty napkins that yeah, I found the in my bag. Little Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> napkins. I'm here. But Nikia, that. Th- Everything you said just now resonated with me so much. And I know people who are going to hear this are going to feel that. Because you know what it is to be going through something and then feel like you can't tell others because you'd be a burden. But people don't ever feel like they're a burden to you when they come to you with all their shit. And you you make it a mission to make them feel better because you genuinely care. And that's all we want in return is for people to treat us with the same, you know type of expectation right. that we treat them so it's like it, we honestly and i say we because i'm someone just like nikia who i like to laugh through everything because i don't like to necessarily channel into that part of myself and to have to constantly feel like you have to be the the clown for everyone else to just be able to make it through while right. at the end of the day it feels like you're taking all the punches right. and then while you look around everyone's standing tall and you, you're beat up you know because right. you've just been taking on everyone's pain you know and like you said your mom you said your mom woke up and you said bitch I burned your account like yeah. you know like you knew I took a little coins mom but you knew that your mom would have enjoyed that joke like right. you, you you even in that moment you made it about her and Honestly, guys, Nikia is one of the most beautiful people I know. Oh, thank you so I'm not much. Even, I'm not even trying to exaggerate. You are be, beautiful, too. You are one of the most beautiful, genuine people I know. I am so blessed that you are in my life and that you are one of my friends and that oh. I can't wait for us to just continue to do things together and take this journey of, you know, this friendship is for life, bitch. After bitch, you, you stuck with me forever. You're going to be watching my baby while I'm at the club. <laughs> She already is fucking giving me babysitter duties. Honey, drop her right at the door. <laughs> Auntie Shayla be right out. <laughs> I gotta go get my nails done. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nakia. Okay, Nakia, before we wrap this up, before I let you go, bitch. Before I let you go. <laughs> You're definitely gonna fast forward that part. <laughs> That was horrible. That was good. Um, before I let you go and we wrap up, tell me three things that you want to see happen for you in 10 years. I want you to give me three things that you want to see happen for you in 10 years. That means you're going to be how old? 10 years? 35. Okay. Ooh, child. Okay. By 30, tell me three things you want to see happen for you. I definitely want to be married to the love of my life. Beautiful. Not even married. I just want to be in a partnership with someone that is not only my best friend, but, you know, someone that I can't see life without. I, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate. I'm all for love. I know it's hard out here. In it streets, is hard out here. Ooh. Pimp. Ooh. <laughs> honey, once you, once you get 
everything that you desire and you put yourself in a different place, you start to attract different things. Yes. So I'm staying positive. You know, I'm That's waiting right. for my king. He's coming, bitch. The moons are where you at. <laughs> I'm I'm here. Totally he's at Wakanda, bitch. He Wakanda coming forever, bitch. He coming. <laughs> so I do want to hopefully be in love. Uh huh. Um. Second, I want to be happy. I feel like people ask you, "Where do you want to be?" I want to be genuinely happy. happy. Okay. Or at least you want to be experiencing more happiness throughout your day versus negativity. Right. I feel like that's the biggest battle now that we go through is like we just try to find the good in every day. Although every Instead of day, like generally just being in the essence of like just being generally happy. Everything's yes. not perfect, but you're you happy where you're at. Yes, yeah. and you're making it work. Right. Okay, okay. Give me one more thing. And hopefully Glam Gal Accessories. Ooh! It will be my only no, nine to five. No, hopefully. The, in 10 years, Nikki, I need you to say, I want you to speak it into existence. Ooh. In 10 years, you want to be with your your partner, whether it's married, together, whatever the case is, your significant other, your soulmate, the person that is for you, your ride or die. You want to be happy, genuinely, from the core of you, and you want to be Working at Glam Gal Accessories as your primary source full-time, of baby. income. That is your full-time. Full-time. You know what I mean? A residual income, okay? You could sit at the beach and you still make your money. Amen. You know what I mean? Speak it into existence. It will be that. It In 10 years, I will not be working a 9 to 5. Okay? Glam Gal Accessories. Follow us on Instagram, baby. Yes, people. I'm not even... Follow it on Instagram. Be prepared for the drop. She's going to have events for this, for for the showcasing of this. That's going to be out too. Do not be shy to come out. Support. Get to know Nikki. Trust me, you want to meet this light in person. So when she has a drop or she has an event, get your ticket, pull up, purchase a few things, support her craft, and... Yeah, you know, it was so good to have you. You're such a good vibe. You just Oh my god, I love you. You made my day, literally. Like this is like this is what I this is what I love about Vitamins for Breakfast. At the end of the day, no matter who I sit with, it always feels like a therapy session. I was just about to say that. Bitch, it feels like you hit reset on your aura. And I love it. And I love you. Thank you I so love much you, for Shayla. being here. Vitamins for breakfast, baby. Thank you. Oh, my God, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned. And we have a lot coming. Thank you so much, Nikki, again. Peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you were able to gain some perspective as well as something positive from today's guest. My goal is to provide a platform for the population of people whose experiences have helped them grow, can be heard, and possibly help someone else stand taller in their skin. Tune in next week to connect with another bold spirit, and I ask you to please leave a nice review and share with anyone who can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.